咚咚咚咚咚，嘣嘣嘣嘣嘣嘣。Shut the level, David. Shut the level, David. Shut the level, David. D4L, whatever happened to them? If y'all could see his little dancing right now, it's so funny. Yeah, we're this is a on on orthodox way of recording we're doing right now. We in here when this Patreon episode, we're getting fucking stoked, dude. I'm so fucking <laughs> lit right now, dude. I'm so fucking lit right now, dude. <laughs> You're Actually, late. let's do this one. This will be the free episode. Okay. Because I want some stuff on here for everybody to hear. Although you should all be paying for, for everybody, it. for everybody, I was so mad on the last one. You were, uh, man. I just I don't know. I put it out and I didn't feel great about it. I know you kept asking me about it. I didn't think that it was that bad though. I don't know. Like I, I, I have I anger. Just know how you are? I have anger problems. Um, and it made me sound like I'm a violent person, which I'm not. Yeah, you know I'm not. Yeah, you're not violent. You just have moments where you. Have I say like stuff a, I don't mean out of anger a lot. Yeah, um, you were angry this morning when you were taking me to work. I need to stop saying "cunt" so much, and that's not because nobody complained about it at all. Nobody said anything. In fact, mm-hmm. people have given um, positive reviews to it and said they mm-hmm. wish I'd be angry more on it. But I don't know the word "cunt." And it's not even that like I'm worried about. Why don't you look at Marilyn Monroe when you see? I guess I did, yeah. Like this girl right here. I think we all know. Yeah, there's Marilyn Monroe picture in here. I look right at her. I unknowingly, it's it's uh, internalized sexism, probably is what it is. You hate women. I do. Um, We all know this. Um, No, the word cunt though, and it's not that I was worried about offending anybody. It just is very fucking hacky. I do like when people say cunt. It's usually I do kind of associate it with hacky people. Um, so more than anything, I just don't want to sound like I'm trying to be offensive on purpose. Hacky. I remember you told me what that was, but it means like lame. It can mean that, but mostly it means very uninspired and unoriginal. Okay. Very, uh, um, cookie cutter. Okay. But more than anything, I just don't want to be a hack. I'm not really worried about offending anybody. This is the fucking no spin zone, bitch. That's true. This is where we, uh, you know, we, we, we don't fuck around with a PC police up in here. That's how I'm British <laughs> when I did that too, mate. Up in here. It's a PC zone, isn't it? Are you Austin Powers? That sounds nothing like him. No. All no. British people are Austin Powers to you? Shame on you. No. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on you. You need to, you they need do to take that back. have British teeth. British people? No, that's old. That's old. British old. teeth? Yeah, that's an old stereotype. No, it's not. I can't think I'm of one British person. I'm friends British people on my friends list on Facebook. How old are they? 80? No, they're like in their 30s. Well, I guess that's old now. I'm getting some gray hairs. I just turned 30 in 2018, which is last year. If you're listening, in 2018, I turned 30. I got gray hair now. You're going to be 31 in a couple of months. I will. I can't wait for my birthday presents from you. You get yours Same. first, though, because you're exactly a month older than me by the day. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm more mature than you. You've actually talked to me about that. Like, as an older person, I will tell you this. Kind of that <laughs> fucking attitude. I won't be having that. I've got to tell you that. everybody. Like, this guy at work who's 21, he was like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 30. He was like, you talk as if you're 40. Look, I've been through a lot mean? of shit. Excuse me, sir. And what the fuck does that mean? Are you a, a fucking racist misogynist? Of experience with life. 
Well, here's some shit. Some shit's gone down this past weekend. Some oh, really? shit. And the New York comedy scene kind of having a uh, a battle with the, uh, I don't know, non-comic open micers that are shitty, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, Louis C.K., who is a disgraced comedian that was outed as a uh, predator in 2017, at the end of 2017. The Wiener Jacker. The Wiener Jacker. He undoubtedly did that. He admitted to it. Um, and, you know, I have no opinion on this really other than he's performed and done drop-in sets before to an unwilling audience where people weren't okay with it. Um, and I don't look at this situation as that bad. I'll never forget when you first told me about the whole situation with him. But I guess that also goes back to the type of personality and the person that I am. Like, if I wasn't dating you and I was, like, out somewhere and a famous comedian asked to jerk off in front of me, like, I would say, okay, not because I wanted him, just because, I don't know, I find that funny. Like, you just want to jerk off in front of me? Okay. there are some people he did that to that felt the same way. Yeah. Thought it was more funny than... I guess uh, I'm like, oh yeah, jerk that dick, and who mm-hmm. knows, you know. No, but jerk that cock. There, he shouldn't have fucking done it, though. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna, if we're gonna say he, if he should have not, he shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. He clearly has issues, and I've, you know, there's been other accounts that weren't documented in the, uh, you know, the uh, article about his behavior. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but he performed at Luis J. Gomez's. Uh, Comedy Festival in New York. Louis J. Gomez uh, from the Legion of Skanks podcast. <laughs> what did you call it? The Skank Fest? It's called Skank Fest, yeah. And um, <laughs> Louis dropped into it and got a standing ovation from the crowd. And the way I see it is... Right. Well, the way I see it is, um, you know, there are people that would like to not see him come back do comedy. Me, personally, I was a fan of Louis C.K. It does kind of muddy his reputation and how I look at him, what he did. It does make me look at him a little different, you know. But I, out of curiosity, I would like to see him do comedy again. I do want to see, I want to see him do a new hour and address this and see. I want to know, like everybody else, like what the fuck he has to say about it because he has been very... He's never publicly like a jersey. Other than the New York Times article where he made a public statement about it. It wasn't very... Did he apologize? Um, I guess... I'd have to read it again, honestly. Some people feel like he didn't. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to sit here and say you should feel sympathy for the guy and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel how you feel about it and there's no change in your mind on this, it seems like. I think, though, that him performing at Skankfest, it seemed like he was welcomed with open arms by the crowd, and it didn't seem like it was an unwilling audience. So, I mean, there was nothing illegal done. So, like, I just really don't see any harm Mm -hmm. in that particular setting. It seems like there's an appropriate setting for him to do comedy, and again, that would be it. Yeah. Um, People seem more than thrilled about it, even the comedians there. Um, and it's caused a bit of an outrage online, and I don't know, it's just, the way I feel about it is I think that if he's going to do comedy again, it should be to people that want to see, there are people that want to see him. Yeah. He has children. He has to make a living. He hasn't done anything so, like, else. He still has an audience, and I think. Yeah, he can't go work to... in a factory. He doesn't, do, he's fucking in his 50s. What you're trying to say is, like, 
he has his fans so it's like just allow him to do his comedy for people who want to see him and if you have an issue then you don't have go to go and don't fucking go him. you know what i mean yeah uh, i'm not in any way sympathizing for the guy mm-hmm. uh i'll say that but i think that in my opinion and who the fuck asked nobody knows my opinion on this everybody's got their fucking opinions about it i'm just another fucking nobody with an opinion about it but my opinion is that it seemed like no real harm was done in this. Uh-huh. Um, some people were making it a workplace issue, but it's people that weren't on the festival were asked to do it. Yeah, everybody at the festival. There hasn't been anybody that spoke up about that was on the festival. It seems to have a problem with it. Um, so I don't know. I just I don't know. That's how I feel about that. Uh-huh. I would do Skank Fest. Most of the comedians on it are great comedians. Some of the best comedians in the country are on it. I have friends that did it that I think that are very funny. I would like to do it one day. Mm-hmm. I would submit to it. I see, you know, I'm not going to uh, shit on Louis J. Gomez because, I mean, he's... Uh, uh, Tim Dillon, who was on the festival and is really close with Louis Gomez and is on his, he's on his podcast network and all this stuff. Uh, kind of put it perfectly. Uh, let me find his tweet. Uh, Tim Dillon's one of the funniest people you know. I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah. Uh, but he kind of articulated how I feel about... Um, the whole skank fest thing, Louis C.K. aside, um, let me find it. I, I, I don't want to uh, butcher his exact words because I think he put it perfect. Um, let's see. He put, Louis J. Gomez has created a space and a platform where he doesn't have to cater to empty network suits and outrage peddlers who want to sanitize comedy. Pay attention to what he did. It's more rewarding than being a shill. I agree with that. Like, he doesn't answer to anybody. He can do his own thing. He runs that shit. Mm-hmm. The only person he has to answer to is himself. So, I think that's a good thing for comedy. Mm-hmm. I think I like that direction it's going. That we're doing this and we make a little bit of money on it. Definitely mm-hmm. not life-changing yet. I'd like mm-hmm. for it to grow. Me too. We got a few new patrons and I'm very fucking happy about that. Uh, eventually, I'd like to do this full-time and you, I promise you... Spread the word, get the Patreon going up. It will be worth your while. I will dedicate all my fucking time to this. How much like better the content could be if we had like full time hours to devote to it? Yeah, it would be amazing. I would put all my fucking time, and you would help me obviously because we'd be doing that. (laughs) And you know, stuff like that's very inspiring to me. Yeah, that he he did that. He has a festival. He has a podcast network. That's things to aspire to now. Yeah, as opposed to back. When I, when I even started comedy, your aspirations were to get on Comedy Central and work for a network that you have to answer to. Yeah. To me, that doesn't look very rewarding now. No offense to anybody that does, because it, it, it is. Make no mistake about it. I would, that's a dream of mine. Yeah. But knowing that that doesn't have to be the way to do it now is very interesting that we're in this time now where you can make your own fan base organically and answer to yourself and be your own boss. I think that's cool as shit. Yeah, uh, I think it's something to aspire to. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, um, and you can shit on Skank Fest all you want, um, but that's really it's a good thing for comedy. There's a lot of people commenting on it too that have done comedy mm-hmm. and feel slotted by it, and I think it bothers people to see a lot of people together having a good time like that and seeing that it has a fan base. Mm-hmm. And I've seen both sides of this too, and there are points made on the other side I agree with. Mm-hmm. 
But ultimately, I just don't believe there's any harm done with this. Yeah. If you want my personal opinion about Louis C.K., I don't think the guy's going to offend anymore. I think he, whether you agree or not, if he got what he deserved, surely it wasn't enough time. It was just in 2017. It's two years later, and he's, you know, back doing comedy. Surely, you know, I can see the point being made that he doesn't seem sympathetic. I can see that point. I don't, I don't agree with that 110%. I can kind of see it. But at the same time, um, I personally, if you were to ask me to put all the money in the world, if I had all the money in the world and you asked me to put it on if Louis C.K. is going to offend again, mm-hmm. I would put it on no, that I don't think he would. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're put out like that and you're, you're chastised by the public like that and your peers and people you mm-hmm. respect, yeah. I think that that breaks you to a point where like you would be the biggest fucking idiot in the world to make that mistake again. And make no mistake about it, he's an idiot for doing it before. Well, let me say this. That's but I don't like think he Elvis, do it again. He, wasn't he mad? Did he marry his wife when she was like a teenager? Yeah, a lot of those old rock and roll dudes yeah. did that. There's a lot. Didn't like John thing with like, R. Kelly. Like, he still has a lot of love from people. Yeah, now, because of the whole Me Too thing, it's like it's a lot of, it's more stuff is coming out and people are trying to hold him accountable for the things that he's done. But this is R. what Kelly I always seems say. absolutely unsympathetic. And if you He's were to ask not. me to put all the money in the world on R. Kelly reoffending, yeah. I wouldn't. I would say absolutely. I just think he's a very sick man. But I guess my point is that I feel would like do people it. still support him, and they still supported him when he married Aaliyah. Then when the sex tape came out, it's like nobody really gave him shit. Like they're like, yes, yeah, stuff happened. He had the trial and this and that. It's a different but he's time. Still, different right, time. But he still had like support. And it was a different now, climate. There's people that even say that. Like I've had conversations at work about it. And they're like, well, I still love his music. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's your, you know. I believe I could cause a banger. To like it. But he's a piece of shit. Sure. You can, you can, I personally think you can do both. Woody Allen, you know who Woody Allen is? Mm hmm. I like his movies, but I don't think he's a good person at all. But I do like his movies. Mm-hmm. Does that make me a bad person? I don't think so. Yeah. You know I'm not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think people... I think it's interesting. I think I don't think Louis C.K.'s a great person either. Uh, he's probably not. He can't be for doing that. Yeah. But... Will I listen to him talk about it for an hour and address it and see what he has to say about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you're lying if you wouldn't. Yeah. Am I going to just give him all my fucking money? No, I'm probably not going to pay for anything he puts out again. Yeah. But I guess technically if he if Netflix were to give him a special um honestly I'll, I'll say this though if the only way to see an hour from him again is to like mm-hmm. him putting it out through his website which he'll probably do. Um, I'll pay five bucks to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer <laughs> I'd prefer to see it for free, but I'm that interested in it. I would pay to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's not because I'm not paying it because like he needs the money. I want to support him. Yeah. It's I just want to see it. It's out of fucking genuine curiosity that mm-hmm. I am kind of hungry for that. Like mm-hmm. uh, to know like what he has to say about it. He's been yeah. put in a very interesting position that not a lot of people have gone through. Yeah. Like being completely fucking uh you, like he was on top of the fucking world, Dorian. Like he was the comic. Everybody respected him. Mm-hmm. Um 
everybody loved this guy. And like overnight that changed Mm -hmm. like to hating him and wanting him dead. That's an interesting position to be put in. And I want to hear what somebody like that has to say about them being in that position, especially him. He's somebody that articulates his feelings. So he's never given like an interview with like a news. He hasn't said shit about it, really. His little statement or whatever he gave. And then there was a week set where he kind of did, but not really. Mm -hmm. He had a a joke that I thought if he would have got the flesh out his hour before it getting leaked would have been a funny joke. I thought it was funny what he said, but he was just like, uh, yeah, when you have something like that happen to you, and I'm butchering it, but it's along these lines. Like, when you have that shit happen to you, you have people come up and you're like, man, I need support from anybody right now. Mm-hmm. Then you see the people supporting you and you're like, Ugh, I don't want support from them. <laughs> That's a funny joke. You know what I mean? That's funny yeah. to me. Um, But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't feel any... I just feel like I'm not gonna go to bat mistakes. for him. Like I'm not saying that was right, but he did either. But I'm I not gonna like go to bat for mistakes. the guy. But I'm not gonna, you know, shit on Luis Gomez or any of those skank fest guys or anybody. There's people that even go as that far as to say so funny if, to me, skank fest yeah. guys. Well, I mean, there's people that even go as far to say, you know, if you did skank fest, I have friends that I respect and like would even go as far as say I love as friends, mm-hmm. like that I completely disagree with that say that if you did skank fest, you should apologize. And I don't think you should do that. But I mean, you're welcome to feel that way. I disagree with that, though. I don't think people that did it should apologize. Um, this comedy world is very interesting. I never knew all of this stuff until we started dating. I just never knew like the community had so much stuff that went out, well, so much drama. Here's what it is. It's a bunch of people that crave attention that want to be the best at it, mm-hmm. and there's so many people that do it. Yeah. And I'm just that alone, think about how much fucking animosity that brings towards other people. Like, you just like hatred. Like, this person's not funny. Why the fuck are they on TV? And I'm that way. I, if there's a better example of that than anybody, it's me. Let me ask you this. I heard somewhere a long time ago, I don't know if it was on Oprah's show. I can't remember where it was, but I was like in high school and she was having a conversation with a comedian can't remember who it was what's the guy from um the friday movies chris well, he, tucker no he was in next friday oh john witherspoon Mm-mm. The oh one, cat williams no. no that's oh mike epps yeah mike epps, mike epps is great epps with him and um she asked him like a question something like um most comedians she was like this she knows or heard of that they um come from like a lot of pain and that's why they do comedy because it's like it's a release and like I guess, how am I trying to say it? Like, you've been through, like, a lot of pain that you, you can't be funny, I, I guess, unless you come from pain. Like, is It's a coping mechanism true? for a lot of comedians. Um, Do you feel like that's true? Sure, yeah. A lot of people, yeah. It'd be, it'd be stupid not to think that. Is it that. like that for you? Kind of. I mean, I've always used it as kind of a coping mechanism to make it less uncomfortable for other people. My thing, I don't like making people uncomfortable with my depression or shit i'm going through it's i fuck it's like torture like when my dad died um it i was in a lot of pain and still am honestly like yeah. i just when i went to give a minute ago i was thinking about it like it, i think about it every fucking day I know. but like at the same time when it was happening i was like man i just really just want to be kind of alone and not have people i don't like people feeling bad for me you know what i mean mm-hmm it's just it's the way of the world that's going to happen but it does make me uncomfortable and the way i've dealt with that my whole life is to try to be funny mm-hmm. to kind of like mask it yeah. i guess okay you know what i mean yeah 
uh, which has worked. I kind of do. I don't know too. how healthy that is. When you I know? say like smart little comments and stuff, like you know how I am. Like when I just say stupid off the wall shit, I'm yeah. kind of like that too. Like I'll um, try to make situations better by doing stuff like that, or even just make myself feel better by just like making jokes and stuff, or throwing shade against somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what is weird to me is yeah, like I said, I've never really thought about it like that. Where yeah. uh, I kind of uh, I just. I've never addressed that I just get really uncomfortable when uh, people are kind of like, my condolences to you for whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you're supposed to, like nothing wrong against anybody that's done that. That's what you're supposed to do. That's a good yeah. thing. You, that's a good thing to do that. Like I, I, you should do that. You should make people feel not alone uh, with that stuff, but I can't help how I feel. Yeah. Either. I didn't know that about you. I'm kind of like. I don't, I don't not welcome way. it. Yeah. Not saying I'm fishing for it either. It does make me uncomfortable, but I'm not saying like don't do that. Is it that bad. you want people to like to view you as like weak or something? I don't know. I mean, that's getting into territory like you know I should talk to a therapist about probably and find it's out about myself for, me, for sure. That's why I don't like to tell people my business when it comes to like I mean, but you know that about me like financial like right. I've always been self sufficient. So when I have issues, like I'll tell you about it. But there was moments like in our relationship in the beginning where. I wouldn't tell you certain things because I'm like, well, I don't want him to know this. I don't want him to think that I'm like struggling or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's hard to explain. Yeah. What What did you just ask me? I wasn't trying to bring. No, no. I I, 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 I forgot the question. That I um had saw an interview years ago that Oprah not that did. One. Not what? that the the thing you asked me about. Um, oh, does it bother you and make you feel like weak or something when people give you condolences or feel bad for you? Yeah, um like you don't want people to view as like a victim. Yeah. yeah. I don't want people to think that I'm like and even though it's like like with the death of a parent, it's like Yeah. Who the fuck would want that? Yeah. You know what? Like who would want that? Like um so yeah, but some people I feel like do like Whatever the word is, like they love like attention, like oh my god, thank you so right. much. Like there are people that would yeah. like re- like consider that a plus to a parent nine yeah they try to use you for there's people that's sick oh is there anything you need then they'll try to ask for a thousand things um it sucks with the whole and i you know i've talked about the thing with my dad a lot um but there's some stuff i didn't say too which is like um the thing that 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 um it bothers me the most about it well there's so many things that suck about it but one of the things that stick out is like um, it makes me like the thing that makes me feel bad and like gives me anxiety about it is like I'm like I don't even though he told me and showed signs that he kind of is expecting this it sucks to me to know that like he wasn't ready at the same time yeah what can prepare you to die unexpectedly yeah um he did not live a full life at all like and it's like fuck man um what bothers me is he wasn't ready and he didn't get any he didn't get all the closure he deserved like a lot of people get um and it's just it it sucks it's like it bothers me because he was a good man and uh i can't do anything about it 
I can relate to that. When my grandmother passed away, like literally maybe a couple of months, um, I had a conversation with her and I asked her like, was she happy? I don't know what made us get on the topic of it. But um, remember I used to tell you like, I felt like her and my grandfather weren't happy with each other because they didn't sleep in the same room and they would argue all the time. And I was like, do you feel like you just settled for that relationship? Like, do you really love him? Or like, you know, what's the case with that? And she was like, well, I'm just, I'm old and I just don't care anymore. So I guess she was saying like she didn't care whether they was together or not. I mean, I know that she loved him and that he loved her, but I don't think that she was ultimately happy with her life or her marriage. And then I asked her like, what would she want to do? And she mentioned that before she died, she wanted to like travel and stuff. Like she, me and her always talked about like Paris and stuff like that. And she always wanted to take me there. And she said that she felt like she didn't get to travel like she wanted to in her lifetime. She didn't get to do everything she wanted to do. Um, So when it happened, I thought about that. And that's something that still bothers me too. Cause it's like, I wish I could have done something to change it. Yeah. I, I really think when we all die, none of us get all the closure we want. Yeah. Um, but he really didn't, um, I mean, he got dealt, he got back into a corner pretty bad and, uh, it just sucks. Um, you know, you, you know, Parby, it's like, I wish I could have gone back and spent more time with him. Although the last few encounters I had with him were very pleasant. And, you know, most of the time they were like, since I met you, that's all I ever heard you talk about. Like, like, in my eyes, I felt like I spent a lot of time. Yeah, I were extremely close. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more. Not as much as I'd like to have. Um, you know, every time I went over there, I felt like I uh, should have stayed longer. Mm-hmm. Especially last time. Um, it, it just. I don't know. It. it, it there's a lot of stuff. I, I, I like. He. He had COPD, and we didn't know. I, I found this out two weeks ago. Yeah. He was in a lot of pain that we didn't know about. And uh, I hate that for him. I hate that that's how he spent. And I felt. I think he felt like he was alone. He was very lonely. I feel like, and he had his fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, he had, you know, she was cared about him a lot. You know, I, I don't think you could have asked for somebody better to for him to have been with. Mm-hmm. Um, he really loved her. They love each other, and uh, he, he 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 told me that. Um, that's why this. Um, and not, I don't have anything against her at all, but like, you know, it, it is partly why I plan on staying in touch with her is that he wanted me to, he wanted me to make sure she is, I guess, taken care of as much as I can, can, yeah. you know, I told maybe her not even like financially. So oh, I can't, I mean, can I barely mean, I do know. it myself. I'm just saying like or maybe I'll, like emotional support. Yeah. He, or, he meant like that. And he, yeah. you know, I told her when this was all happening, we, we the day of, I was like, look, if there's anything that uh, is in that house that is sentimental to you, um, I'm not just some fucking asshole that's not going to let you have that. Like, let me know. Mm-hmm. And small things. She's, she, one thing he did tell me, she never asked him for anything ever. And that's a sign of somebody that's not, you know, she just loved him yeah. for who he was. Um, he was a very fun person. Um, I guess in your old age, you 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 kind of can't do the things you used to do. So he wasn't. But as a kid, man, he was fun. Yeah, he was so fun. Like we would go to theme parks and shit. He loved doing that. He loved roller coasters and stuff. And yeah. 
uh, you know, if there was something fun to do, he w- he was always down for it. Like yeah. he he was very he was a fun guy. Like I enjoy being. He's funny. Um, goofed off. He's a good dad, and I like yeah. to for me for him to think it, there were points where he thought he wasn't. You know, I think all parents probably feel that way at times, but. There were times where, you know, he questioned if he could have done things different or if he failed us in some way. It's like, no, I don't know that you could have done better. I think all parents do that. It's like, because yeah. I feel like that's one My of mom's the most important way. jobs in the world. And it's like, you, I guess they kind of beat themselves up just like trying to make sure everything was like perfect, that they did everything that they could have um, done. Well, shit like that fucks with you too. Yeah. Like with my, this, like especially, like I can't stress enough, as unexpected as it was. I mean, it gets me concerned for my mom every day. Like, if she doesn't answer the phone now, like, I'm like, fuck, fuck. Yeah. I, I, I really, um, I, fuck, I don't know what I'd do if that happened. Um, I don't even want to talk about it. But, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I had to stress to her. She, you know, it's very emotional. She'd lived with him for years and was married to him for years. So she had a stake in this and was upset with it, too, and felt like it was mm-hmm. just, you know, they didn't get along or agree all the time but they stayed in touch uh they did what you're supposed to do yeah and um she told me she apologized a lot when we found out like she was crying and apologized she kept saying she was sorry and i'm like no like why for what like what are you sorry for and i, I don't know what she was saying that for uh, but I, I had to like reassure her, like you know, like look what you're doing right now for me. Like you're you're doing you're exceeding what most mothers would do. Yeah. Right now, like you're 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 really doing great. So I don't ever want you to apologize for me to me for something like that because uh, I mean she's helping me with this house, cleaning it, and she doesn't have to do that. Yeah. I have nobody. Like I don't have anybody to help me with this except like, oh, and, but there that, is family. I know, I know. There, there are people that offered, and there's family that is helping me. Yeah. But like, if I didn't have that, I, I'm alone in this. My sister yeah. lives in Austin. That's yeah. not her fault. She has a job and a life out there. Mm-hmm. She can't, um, she can't just move here and handle that. So that's understandable. But like, so my mom's helping me. My uncle's helping me. Uh, my uncle, her her brother, mm-hmm. uh, is helping me. So it's like I'm incredibly lucky to have these people. So I don't. I need to reassure her that she's doing a, a knock knockout job. Like, um, but yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. I never. If you told me this a year ago, um, I would not fuck. You. I don't know. Actually, if you told me a year ago, it sounds about right. Honestly, because he he just wasn't in the best health. I think he uh, had gotten to a point in his life where he wasn't married anymore. And when he was married to my mom, nothing against either of them. They were both kind of like, they had to put us first. Mm-hmm. He couldn't live the life he was living now where he can kind of kick back, have a drink after work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he decided, oh, I can do that now. I'm gonna do. I'm just going to enjoy myself as much as I can. I'm going to do what yeah. I want. And he did it, and he, uh, I don't know how great that was. Marriage and kids is a lot, because especially it's like, I don't know, like, how old they were when they got together, but I do know that it can be a lot, because your life instantly changes, and it's like, it's not about you anymore. They were about our age. Yeah, it's a lot to take on, like, a lot. Yeah. 
And it is, and they they did though, and they did a good job. Yeah. I had good Christmases, I had good Thanksgivings, I had good holidays and vacations and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they 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 exceeded what they're supposed to do, um, and that's that's not easy to do. That's a lot. I don't. I don't. I could never do that. I could never do what he did or her in my life. I just couldn't. I don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Um, so to just that alone uh, is insane. I know. That's why we don't have Lucy. Why we're not gonna. Have yeah, children. I can't handle a f- that really. You know, like, we used to talk about like having kids and stuff, but I feel like after that whole experience with her, um, it's a no. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like you know, your landlord fucking. Yeah. took issue with it and it's like oh fuck i mean <laughs> kind of a blessing in disguise honestly yeah. it's always a nightmare um but yeah it, it's crazy yeah um and it's been it's been crazy trying to get back into uh doing stand-up again i did i've done one set since it happened yeah uh and um i talked about it and it did fine it was an open mic i did fine but like that's also like you know people how do you really gauge that everybody there knew and you know an incredibly supportive scene like the you know page that hosted said the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me in comedy and was like you know we got your back in this whole thing um that means the world to me I'm, i can't put into words how much that fucking means to me it's uh somebody would do that um but yeah it's just good people that, that i've been around yeah um Good, there are good people here that do comedy. I shit on comedy a lot, but there are like everybody here has a good heart. Um, and I don't know, it's it, it really when you look at the uh, when you take a step back and look at the Birmingham comedy scene, everybody here is pretty uh, compared to other scenes, not backstabby or shitty or anything for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody, but it, you know, there isn't anything to gain out of that, you know, yeah. And they know that, and I think that's good. That's good to have. Maybe that's why we're not the biggest comedy scene in the Southeast, just because we're not a bunch of assholes. That seems to be the move you have to make. Because every big scene, like, it's like monsters. Yeah. Like, you go to a show out of town, it's like, all they do is talk shit about each other. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. And it's like, what, what, I don't know. Yeah. And when they do, it's like, who? Why are you telling shit about this person? This person's funny and and seems to I be. I think that's just the nature of a lot of people. Like they just talk shit. It's competitive it's just like, nature. Um, competitive. Some of my coworkers, like they talk shit about this girl a lot. Well, I don't want to say it's shit. I guess it depends on how you look at what they're saying. But they basically discuss things about her a lot that are negative. Yeah. And then they go out and go party and go to dinner and such and such. And I'm like. I don't know. Like, I just can't do stuff like that. Like, I feel like I'm one of those people where I don't like you. I can be cordial, but I'm not going to go hang out with you. Like, right. I don't know. That's why I, say I just, that's why I don't trust a lot of people. And I'm always like, have my guard up with people because people are evil. Right. I've just seen a lot of shady, shitty stuff. And like within my family, from friends, people I've dated, I don't know. Like, I've been through a lot of crap, so I'm just always on guard. Yeah, I feel that. For sure. Um, something you know about me in a way, though. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know, though. It's been been a crazy month. Been been not great at all. Mm, let me tell them about the um, Lyft driver. 
Yeah, yeah, do that. He'll listen to this probably from what you told me. So, um, and this is not a Patreon episode, so that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, guys. So um, my car broke down. I don't. I can't remember how long ago it was, but I've been taking like lifts to work, and usually Nick will pick me up, and then when he has time, he'll take me and pick me up. But anyway, um. There was one that picked me up from work yesterday and I woke up this morning at like 5 a.m. and he had added me on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, he was nice and he was very friendly. He seemed very lonely get... from what you told me. Nothing yeah. nothing inappropriate really other than yeah. just being weird. I didn't get any vibes from him. Like he was I just, like, I'll he didn't say that as anything. the boyfriend that it just, <laughs> I, I got the vibes that the guy might just be lonely, honestly. Yeah. I mean, he probably could have had ulterior motives to like... And that's and most definitely. I like about our relationship. Me and Nick talk about stuff like that all the time. Like, I don't hold things like that from him. I tell him about it. Like, yeah. I know a lot of people, stuff like that happen. They just keep it to themselves. Like, oh, this guy added me and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, yeah. anyway. But, yeah, he um, wrote me when I was at work. And he was just like, you know, um, I think you're a cool person. I don't have any friends here. I just moved here, blah, blah, blah. Then he said, I'm sorry to hear about your boyfriend's dad if you guys need anything let me know blah 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 and i thought that was just kind of weird only because i had posted a status like back when the stuff first started happening with nick's dad so it's like he went back through my page then he went and liked like a ton of photos and he did tell me he had a girlfriend when I was having conversations with him in a car. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of odd. But like Nick said, he is probably just kind of lonely. And he was telling yeah, me he was could looking be new for here. a job. I- I'm being very generous to his character. <laughs> uh, it's pro- I'm probably dead wrong on that. But you live, you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. This is kind of a bonus, a little bit of bonus freebie. Um, yeah. We'll get we'll get that Patreon out ASAP, but uh, I wanted this to be kind of everybody needs to hear this. I wish everybody was on the Patreon and could hear the bonuses, but yeah, there's people that aren't are just aren't gonna pony up the cash for that. And uh, some of them may just not have it. Yeah, I mean that's fine, and that's fine. You know, I think uh, that's why we put the free one out for people that don't. Right. Um, uh, we'd like you to, but if you can't, obviously there's no pressure. Um, we do want to do this full time can't stress that enough (laughs) but i did want this one to be uh on the record for everybody you know some stuff i wanted to say uh especially about the last episode i I have anger problems i need to address not because i'm worried about like lashing out violently i'm not a violent person i i I never do that but i am kind of worried about like something escalating sometime to where somebody else is and I just talked yeah. to the wrong person, like at the gym or something. Yeah. You know, and I, I've never even gotten smart with anybody at the gym, but like, let's just say. I will say that, like, you, I feel like you do have anger issues, but it doesn't ever go further than you just like saying something. Like, cause I know I've expressed to you before where I used to be like scared thinking that maybe if we got into it one day, it was something I would say where you would like come at me or something. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been together almost a year now and yeah, I would not we've do had that. plenty of arguments. And There's been plenty where there. I, you know, if I were that kind of person would have, but yeah. I, I just, I can't do that to somebody, yeah. anybody, um, male or female, it doesn't matter. But I am kind of worried about me popping off to the wrong person in public and something escalating, something bad happening. I got to get a hold on that. Yeah. And I want everybody to know, like, I'm aware of that. <laughs> um, working on it. Yeah. Uh, 
that's something else I'd be telling them guys and stuff. Like when they constantly be writing me, like saying all this stuff, I'm like, you don't know my boyfriend. I'm like, he may appear to be like all, you know, funny, innocent, and sweet, which you are. I was mm-hmm. like, but he will hurt you, especially over me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so you won't? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a violent person. You want to hurt a guy over me? I would fucking, like, you know, say something to him. You just let them do anything they want to. No, no. I would intervene if they were hurting you. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about, like, unreasonably lash out and, like, violently assault somebody. Uh, I don't mean like that. I'm just saying, like, you're not a pussy. Yeah, no, I guess not. (laughs) Well, I take that back. He won't do anything over me. Okay. (laughs) Back me in a corner on that one. So, come on, guys. No, don't say that. (laughs) Don't say it. Um. Yeah, uh, don't really have much else to add. I'm, I I got to get a set list ready. I'm doing a show tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know if this will be out in time, but uh, I'm doing a show in Tuscaloosa tomorrow night. Druid City Brewing Company. That is uh, on the 25th, June 25th. Druid City Brewing Company. Ooh. I'll be opening for Zach Peterson. Very funny dude. Can you bring some out cookout back? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, Zach Peterson. Uh, who is great. If you don't know Zach, go check out his shit. It's very funny. And then come to the show, too. He's great. Big fan of that dude. Um, I met him, actually. I opened for Dave Ross fucking five years ago, probably. And uh, Zach Veteran. Was, yeah. <laughs> Zach was, Zach was uh, touring with him and featuring for him. And, uh, or maybe his co-headlining. I don't know. But uh, either way, Zach and Dave were on tour together. And I opened for them, and he's a really nice guy, really funny. And I was like, okay, I need to get to know this guy. Turns out, it's a good guy to know. It's a good dude. Very funny. Midwestern dude. dude. Midwestern dude. Yes. Yes. Midwestern dude, Omaha, Nebraska guy. Just, you know, salt of the earth is what this guy is. Very, very into horror movies. Very cool. Very funny. Uh just a fucking likable guy. You know, come see him. You'll see what I'm talking about. I will be there, Never too. I've heard that before. Salt of the earth. Yeah. It's a good, it means good people. What would you describe me as? Uh, the sugar of the earth? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you'd say salt <laughs> of the earth with you. Salt of the earth is more kind of reserved for, like, Midwestern, like, blue collar, but, like, a good person, though. You know, not like Trump. Not, not like Trump blue collar, but, like, blue collar, like, Hank Hill kind of. You King described me pretty nicely the other day that I was an awesome person that loved you. Yeah, you are. More than anyone. You are. You're great. Thank you. <laughs> I like to hear that. I know. Especially lately. You know, we've been through some ringers lately. Yeah, we have. So. But we're good now. We're better than ever. We are. I sound like I'm, you know, in a fucking the throes of a benzo bender right now. I'm like all tired and. Like Xanax and Klonopin. and oh, well, a joke. Yeah, no, I'm just not about this stuff. I'm just exhausted and tired of tired of this month. Ready for it to be over. Tired of the the Same. shitty stuff. Tired of all the shitty stuff that has happened. Like this has, and this isn't exaggeration. Obviously, anybody that knows me that knows I can't possibly emphasize enough that this June 2019 is the worst month of my fucking life. Like it mm-hmm. has been torture. The end of May and all this the way has through been June. One disaster after the it started with my dad and it's just my work caught on fire i'm out of work right now temporarily bank the bank 
which y'all know all about that. Uh, but I'm in a good bank now. Hopefully, fingers crossed. The fucking they idiot. Are the video, the idiot that worked there isn't any indication of everybody else I've dealt with so far. I like their card better. It looks better. It's more colorful. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, everything's kind of even and out, and kind of yeah. seems like it might be going in a good direction. I'm just, you know, skeptical. Yeah, yeah. Coming up next month, it'll be mm-hmm. a year. And we made it. Yeah, and we, we know once we get there, I think the trajectory will be upwards instead of just in going down the toilet. Yeah. Like everything else this month. So I, I want to say this too. Like I know you always be saying like people don't want to hear stuff like this, but I feel like it's positive. Like relationships are not 100% easy all the time, but I will say this. If you guys do have like a true love for that person and a loyalty, there's one thing I'll say about me and Nick. Like I don't care what we go through. We can be angry, we'll argue minutes ago bad hours ago bad whatever the case may be like our arguments and our fights never last like right. ever because we have we're like over a it. true loyalty to each other we're over it by the end of the day right so and i've never had that in a relationship before ever i think we're both good people and i think for a lot of people i think a lot of people are just trying their best mm-hmm. we gotta stop all this shit where we're trying to find little discrepancies in people's past or current even and like using that to define a person right you know yeah like the skank fest thing for example it's a weird (laughs) thing to compare it to but you know say if we're gonna consider everybody that did that festival a bad person then i mean what 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 standard are we holding people to? Nobody's a perfect person and what are we what what standard are we holding people to if you're a bad person based on that yeah you know, man, like, I'd hate to see what, what, what defines a good person if you can't. I wouldn't even consider that a mistake. You're a good person if you're Elizabeth Smart's dad. It's a good guy. <laughs> uh, and her which, uncles. Which, man, we watched a documentary on that. Like, we found out, well, you know, we've been in this true crime daily channel on so YouTube, good. Rabbit Hole. It's Chris Hansen's affiliate. He's affiliated with them. Is how we, we started with To Catch a Predator. Started watching Hansen versus Predator, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Got into the true crime daily uh uh, wormhole all their coverage is good it's yeah. everything i've seen on there's been interesting yeah and you know true crime blah the blah stories, blah everybody fucking, like everybody's the tiger parents yeah that you know i didn't know what that was till right but like google it but yeah um <laughs> we, we we went down that you know rabbit hole and found out elizabeth smart works for true crime daily if you yeah, don't know about elizabeth smart correspondent some of y'all might not know about the Elizabeth Smart story. It was a big story in the early 2000s when yeah. I was uh, middle school. Um, this girl got abducted in the middle of the night by this yeah. insane person, and then she popped back up, Very. what, nine months later? Yeah. And uh, she is on True Crime Daily covering stories yeah. like that now. Yeah. And I think it's interesting. It's cool to see. It, 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 true crime's interesting because you see a side of people you don't see. and see, You get to right. see stuff you don't normally see, and it just fills a void maybe in your boring ass life the i have a boring ass life the more i'm into stuff like that i used to didn't like that when my when my grandma used to watch it like she's the one who got me into the id channel i'm not and crazy like about the id channel i'm not into the reenactments i want to see raw fucking interrogation room yeah. footage i want to see the real shit yeah i don't want to see these terrible actors reenacting <laughs> these people and on id you don't even see what the real people looked like half the they time they do on I some just, i'm sure but i feel like it's some shows that i 
now about this you haven't really seen yet. There's probably some on there, but like I can't do the uh, whole episodes of reenactment. Yeah. You know, it's just you're watching essentially a bad lifetime movie at that point, and I'm not into that. The documentary about that's not Shandra my bad Levy, baby. I think you need to watch that one. I was telling you about, and they were like the beautiful. Um, what nah, was she's she ugly intern? as fuck. A bitch she was ugly. ugly as hell. See, there I go doing my thing again. I gotta work but on that. She was ugly. It's like it is what it is. Yeah, she's but I was like, that attractive. bitch was fugly. She's like a fucking victim of sexual assault. Like, yeah, but she went. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, a, not a great thing to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I am trying to be funny. Also, I like yeah. to find uh, the dark. The dark humor is more of my fucking speed because I'm a fucking dark angel, you know. Like I'm a dark angel with bullet. I'm a uh, oh, bullet with butterfly wings, dude. <laughs> I'm basically Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins. I'm gonna be dark. so mad tomorrow about that fucking letter. I came home to a letter on my door from the leasing office about them changing some electrical box, and it's gonna take four fucking hours, which means I'm gonna have no power, no air, anything. And yeah, we're going to be chilling at my place and you're probably going to watch me play Cuphead, which is the worst game I've ever played in my fucking life. <laughs> Worse than Crash Bandicoot even. It's it, 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 I can't get past any of the levels. It's um and my friend uh told me I, I just suck at it, which is probably the case, but I think I'm okay at video games. This one's just insanely difficult and not fun. Are we going to finish watching The Sopranos tonight? We can watch we can't finish the whole series, but we'll watch some, we'll watch we'll, we'll watch an episode or two. Yeah. I love The Sopranos. I'm always down for some sops. Woke up this morning. Woke up this morning. That way he's like, woke up this morning. <laughs> that part in the song is always my favorite. Woke up this morning. Tony. Yeah, baby. I love The Sopranos, man. We got to talk, start talking sops on here again. We're going back through and watching it again. This is the second time in a year I we're watching I love that fucking show. Like, Nick has <sighs> introduced me to so many shows where I'm just like, I Sopranos love it. Sopranos is great. Like, Sopranos I started watching Oz again. Sopranos, though, like, it's kind of like The Simpsons or King of the Hill. Throw that bitch on any time. Like, I'll be laying down, can't figure out something to watch. Sopranos, King of the Hill or The Simpsons is always a go-to. I really like Friday Night Lights also. Friday Night Lights is really great. interested in this show. Friday Night Lights is a feel-good show. The theme song I love. The Friday Night Lights? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, Explosions <laughs> in the Sky is the name of that band. Lila Garrity. I love Lila Garrity. Well, I think that's it. We're about 50 <laughs> minutes. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll get that Patreon episode. We're a little late on it, but we, you know, I, th- th- this is stuff I did kind of want to put out in the open for everybody to hear. This is stuff I, I was feeling bad about the last episode. I don't know what it was. No, I'm not worried about, like, being offensive or anything, obviously, but, like, I don't know. Just something didn't sit right with me. I don't feel like it, uh, I don't feel like the episode, uh, is a good indication of my character of what kind of person I really am. I think I was insane, like, just boiling with rage. Yeah. And that may, you know, that may say more about me than I'm saying now. That might be more honest portrayal of me, but I just, I don't feel it is... Um, nobody complained about it. Nobody said anything, but it didn't sit right with me. So I'm addressing it. I'm trying to be a better person, trying to work on my anger. Um, it's really all you can do. We're all trying our best. I'm not apologizing for anything I said. I think that woman's terrible and should lose her job over it. I don't think her kids should go hungry over it though for her fuck up because she still sucks and I I hope she's punished for it. (laughs) Um, they need to give her a spanking. 
They'll oh, just boy, give her a verbal the coaching, up. a write-up, and then eventually termination. Yeah, I think that's fair. There's levels. And then her kids go hungry, as I stated before, which would be great. We had a conversation. I know I'm sh- I know you're trying to finish it. I just have to say this. No, I'm just so. laughing at what I just said because so I'm fucking know. funny. I love laughing at my own jokes. So you know how I am, like with the stuff that's been going on at work. Like I've had conversations with like the big, big managers. I had one today with the director and she told me verbatim that she basically is upset with me because she feels like I should be a supervisor right now. Why she upset she with you me. over that? That's a weird thing. I know. She said, cause she I'm mad at you because I feel like you should be ago, running this shit. And I should already be a supervisor. Number one, there isn't any supervisor business open. Number two, like I told her, I said, the way I feel about this is that when I was first hired, everybody is different. The company is different. And I don't know even if that's something that I would want to do because it's caused me so much stress lately. And I haven't been as stressed out of the job since I worked at Wells Fargo. Right. Like, it's not a good sign. But she did say, you know, you're an extremely good worker. I know you have, like, the potential, the experience. You're extremely smart. You're funny. She was like, I just want to see you do more within your position. I'm like, okay, well, I can work on that for you. But I need this from you is to be compassionate and have a human factor because people are going through stuff. Like one of my friends, yeah, she said that know. she wanted to kill herself because of the job. Like, yeah, and there's a lot of jobs like that. You shouldn't feel yeah. that way when you go into a right. job. You shouldn't have a job that makes you feel that way. Nobody to the deserves point where that. Her fiance had to except like the lady at Regions. <laughs> um, I like strongly like that. Strongly agree. The lady at Regions is the only one on the face of the earth that should feel that way. There's nobody else. Just her. This lady I spoke with for less than five minutes on the phone. Um, you were there though. I, I, I it yeah. still kind of blows my mind that they closed my account over that because I didn't threaten her or anything. I just said right. that this is needs to be fixed. And I did say I did say this though. I said I, you know, I spoke out of anger. I said I will be closing my account and telling other people to not bank here. This is unacceptable. And Listen, unless they've changed that's the rules about the and fun. regulations since I left the banking industry, I've never heard of an account being closed because somebody got well. They didn't notify it. me since then either of the rules changing because uh, <laughs> I didn't read the fine print on that one. Apparently, must not call customer service lady a cunt, even though F-U-C-K she was being a regions. biatch. Yeah, regions close your account. Two movement regions. Hashtag regions suck. Regions suck. Hashtag regions suck. <laughs> my dick how about that what y'all think about that motherfucker hey here's one you remember this catch me outside how about that you remember that <laughs> that girl has a record deal with um capital records i think I some think big is. record company yeah she has endorsements and stuff too Ooh, very deserving though i will give her that she has very much worked her ass off being a terrible person and just a monster so she deserves it huh wasn't she talking to her mom when she said yeah she's a terrible uh little she was on dr phil right yeah yeah she's awful um she she just she deserves everything she's got (laughs) she's worked she's worked very hard being just terrorizing people and uh, i think you know we're really we're pulling for you girl kill it how about that how about that we're pulling for you how about that 
Well, I think that about wraps it up, puts a little bow on it. Thank you so much for listening. If you're not on the Patreon, go to patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy, pledge $5, gets you some of that bonus content that you need in your life. You need this content, guys. You don't realize how good this shit is. It is good. I send the link on both of our um, Instagram bios. If you think I talk shit on here, we're talking mad shit on them fucking bonus episodes. <laughs> you know you want it. You know you want to hear that. It's juicier. It's juicy. You know there's that 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 guttural instinct, that human instinct that you want to hear that shit. You can hear us argue. You can deny it all you fucking want, but you want that. You need that in your life. And patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy. Get that, get that, pull the visa out of the wallet, the purse, wherever you keep that card. Put your card number in. Put the expiration date. Put the name <laughs> on the card. Put the CVV number. That little three-digit code on the back, put that in, and guess what, guys? You fill that void when you do that. Premium content. And it's premium, and it's premium, and it's premium, and it'll make you cream meum. <laughs> Baby, you know that I'm not fucking with you about this. So, yeah, get on there, patreon.com slash table for one dumb boy for all the bonus content. You got anything else to say? No, sir. Me either, guys. Bye. Have a great fucking week and enjoy your time off if you got it. Later.